Hello, everyone. I wanted to give a little bit of a pre-intro to this week's lesson. When you hear it, you'll notice that there was a little bit of a sound issue, but we felt like it was still very listenable and that the content was really good, even if the sound was still a little bit off. So we still believe, again, it's very listenable, but just note that uh, this isn't going to be a consistent thing, or at least we hope not, uh, but please enjoy the lesson today. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to Beer and Bible. I'm Neil Encyclopedia. I do the Bible stuff. <laughs> all the Bible stuff. Actually, all the stuff. And this is Chris, the uh, resident Bible reader or official Bible reader, uh, super high functioning alcoholic, farmer, and evil guy. Yes, yes. Um, you also so travel it, it back always... for the evil guy reference. Yeah, it does sound like you've got a lot more going on. <laughs> like, if somebody else is like, Neil just does the Bible, Chris does all these things. Like, I um, literally do nothing but read yeah. and listen I, and comment. I, I think I feel like your questions really help me. Like, there's stuff where I do not think about it the way you think about it, and I am grateful for your crazy mind. Uh, your like soaked in alcohol mind. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad I could contribute. All right, so all right, so we we are moving on to stuff. So we have been in Matthew chapter ten since forever ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we introduced all the guys. We did the whole thing where we talked about how this may or may not be happening all at the same time. Like this might have been more so Matthew's writing in of stuff happening rather than actually stuff that Jesus said at that particular moment. Um, and so we had Jesus send off the 12, and they're going on this short couple-month world tour. Okay, it's not a world tour, Israel tour. <laughs> and they were told to only go to it's, – it's like it's like one band's like, world tour. It's like, okay, Europe, Japan, America, world tour. <laughs> so they, they go to – You guys uh, just did just, the West Coast. That was no world yeah. tour. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they went uh, around Israel, and they went and talked about it. And we said, what are they – doing and saying so all right so matthew opens up genealogy blah 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 christmas story yay christmas and then you get into uh you get you get this point where it says jesus uh, john the baptist was preaching the kingdom of heaven and then it gets into jesus preaching the kingdom of heaven and healing people and so what it does it says okay five through seven that's the teaching that jesus does eight through nine is all the jesus stuff doing like healing people you're blind now you get sight now you you get to walk like he health a lot of blind people through, stuff yeah, yes. So eight through nine happens there, and then we get through chapter ten, where he's like sending out his disciples to go and preach the kingdom of heaven and heal people. And so that's the same thing. That's they. What what is it that John and Jesus are saying? Five through seven, eight through nine. What is it that Jesus wants his disciples to do? Teach five through seven. Do eight through nine. And then, so that's the sending off. And now we're coming back into, uh, this is still a section of teaching uh, that Matthew has, and it's in chapter 11. Oh, and lots of confusing um, uh, analogies, is that, or just stories? How would you describe uh, that? All, quite... all the Jedi stuff that we've been doing so far. <laughs> Wait, what Jedi stuff? I'm, just, I'm like the, oh, sorry. just like the backwards, you know, like the parables or the, the uh, have we, how he's talking have to we... I don't know. I must just be I, drunk. like. I don't think we've done parables yet. Um, he like, he he has done some weird talking, but I, I don't I don't think we've done or like, just the, the vagueness, the way he like described. I don't know. Don't listen to me. I'm an yeah. idiot. Oh, it's not going to get any better tonight. There's going to be more <laughs> vagueness. Like you're right. Like he he does have. Are you like kind of like that Yoda speak or Mister Miyagi? Yeah, speak? yeah, like, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He has a little bit of that, but I thought you were like we're in the parables. We're not there yet, but 
we're getting there. I have no um, clue where we are. I just know we're in Matthew. We've always <laughs> been in Matthew. Forever. <laughs> you don't get that reference. You were not raised in the 90s. We actually watched that a couple weeks ago with Ryder. Oh, man. He good, loved it. Good. Yeah. Good education. All right. Um, if you don't get, yeah, get on that, everybody. Get that <laughs> reference. All right. Uh, let's go to Matthew chapter 11. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a weird break. We're going to try and get as far as we can tonight into this this story, but I also want to be kind of aware of how long you guys really want to listen to our voices. <laughs> so we're going to go through, and we're going to be in chapter 11. Um, the, the sections we can have are like two through six. Like the question is, Jesus, are you the coming one? And then seven through 15 is uh, sort of, um, what did you go to the wilderness to see? And you'll, you'll get, you're like, what in the world where these questions are? But you'll, you'll see. Each section sort of starts with a question that we're going to be trying to answer. Um, <laughs> all right. So if you don't mind, read uh, verse one. In chapter 11. Yes. Okay. Okay. After Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. The towns of right. Galilee. So it's like multiple, like it's a big area, or is it like Galilee's like a couple of towns? Yeah, yeah. If you think about Israel, um, this country, it's like, it's kind of long and tall, and you would have the top part is going to be Galilee, and that's going to be where Jesus and his homies usually hang out. And then to the south, uh, right like right in the middle, south of that, the three sections, if you, like, I'm think about ice cream the neapolitan ice cream kind of thing you get like your three stripes here so your your top one your top section top third is galilee then your middle third is samaria and then your bottom third is judea hmm. uh which gets interesting sometimes you'll hear like it'll say things like the jews blah 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 like in the gospels like oh jesus went and talked to the jews and it's like well that could actually it's judean is what it really is in the greek it, it could just indicate just people from the south hmm and uh, not like not like the south, like us south, but you, but <laughs> yeah, the it was southern re- it was reversed there, right? Like the Hicks yeah. were up north. Yes, yeah, that's that's why they're at one point they're like, can anything good come from Galilee? Oh, so they're in, Cal- yeah. So now they're in Hickville right now, or in yeah, in West Virginia. Slash yeah, they do a, some of a lot of Virginia. Yeah, they do. A, <laughs> they're doing a lot of that uh, right now. That kind of gives you an idea. I mean, they're, they're not. It's the same thing. Like it's not completely country bumpkin because you you will run into very smart people from Southern America. I'm thinking of uh, a Beautiful Mind, that that movie. Where was that um, based? I never saw that. I think he's from West Virginia. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, and, Virginia, and it's funny because <clears throat> I may have told the story in here before, but I was in Florida one time. Well, me and Stacy and Josh were in Florida. My wife and my brother, and um, we're we went to this place. I can't remember where it was, but we were in like like bottom of florida like near orlando and um we went somewhere to visit like we went to the store and one of uh, a friend worked there the guy that we were visiting and i was talking and she's like she's like oh you're cute with that southern accent or like kind of like patronizingly like not like you know oh you're cute but like oh that's a cute Mm -hmm. southern accent and i'm sitting here thinking i I can't remember if i said or not but i'm like I'm like, bitch, you're as far south as it gets. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm from Virginia. Like, I've seen the kind of people you guys are harboring down here. Fucking, like, Swamp Man and all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Especially northern Florida is the most southern you can get. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I remember, like, right there on the either 
like the Florida Georgia line, not the stupid band. Maybe you like the band. I'm not going to judge you. Yeah, we can't judge like, people to your face, taste, especially not me. <laughs> no, not not especially when lately I've been listening to some ICP. You know that was a. Oh my goodness. I was sidebar. I was watching a documentary about how the government, like the U.S. federal government, declared ICP a gang. Oh yeah, I knew that. Which is, yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, kind of cool. Anyways, so that that got me into like, oh, I, I have not started painting. Yeah, I'm not like don't don't worry, I'm not painting my face. Like nobody knows it, but like I, my face, I'm wearing clown makeup right now. You're I'm not just a kidding. juggalo yet. No, no, but I am drinking some Fago right now. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, also, uh, if you live in Florida and you're listening to this podcast, we do love you and we do love Florida, but. I was upset that that girl called me Southern when I'm like five states or four states higher than her. You're like, look, in Virginia, we only have one flavor of moon pies. Here in Florida, you have 17. Ooh, I didn't know that. No, it, 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 well, it is pretty wild to me. Flavor. Like, it's not 17, but it's a bunch of flavors of moon pies. It was it just blew me away. Like, all right. Whatever. Gator all right, flavor. so we... I didn't see... That. All right, anyways. I got to get us back onto the Bible. We have not made it... We we have not even made it into the the first verse here. We're trying to <laughs> trying to get through this. Um, yeah. So, so Jesus tells his di- Galilee. So he Jesus tells his disciples go through all of Israel, and then Jesus just stays up north. Now keep in mind, there's a good reason why he's going to stay up north. Uh, his cousin John is in the slammer right now in Judea. Like his mm-hmm. his cousin got in trouble with the the popa or the, the the ruling king. So you'd have again you'd have this sort of. Um, shared power. So you have Pilate, who's the, a government employee of Rome. So he, he's he's there to make sure the taxes get paid and there are no, uh, no uprisings. Then you would have Herod, and Herod would know all the local culture and the local everything else, so then he would kind of be in charge of that. So, I mean, technically, Pilate's the one. They have a working relationship. Pilate's probably more powerful than Herod, mm. technically. Uh, at the same time, if something goes wrong, Herod can still... Uh, Herod, multiple times... Uh, actually does appeal to Caesar. So he Herod's not um un like is he's not impotent. And I don't mean that in the sexual way. He might be. I don't know. Uh but he he's not he doesn't he's not powerless. Right. Um anyways, most power goes to Pilate. Um but that that's how that would work. So Herod right now has uh his buddy Jesus's cousin John in the slammer. So Jesus, it kind of almost makes sense to be like, and then he sent his disciples throughout the, all of Israel, uh, like all of Israel. So that'd be Northern Galilee area as well as Judea. And then he's, meanwhile, he's going to stay in the, the like the Northern towns of Galilee. So, ah, oh, smart move, buddy. <laughs> um, so, and then, uh, so let's go and read verses two and three. Okay. Uh, when John heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who who was to come, or should we expect someone else? Hmm. Like how I laid that foundation there? Yeah. yeah I've read the Bible. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, one of the things is like, okay, one of the things I think is interesting, what I want to try and bring to everyone Wait, you said this, this is cr- his cousin, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. His cousin's six months older than him. So what is he like? Like, I, I don't know. Is he like? Is he just being a smartass, or is it like? Has he just not met Jesus, and they heard their cousins, or? Uh, so back to back in the day when we did a uh, we had bath time with adult Jesus in the river. Yes. this is crazy John. Same John. The, okay, that's what same I John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so well, didn't John, he know and, then? Why is he being a dickhead? Well, 
No, you're you're right on. Like that's that's the, the that's the question. Like what's going on here? So John was talking smack about Herod marrying his brother's wife. So Herod, John's brother, this Herod. No, no, it's, uh, Herod the king. Yes, married his brother's wife. Oh, his own brother's wife. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, his own brother's wife. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great if it was like John was like, "You married my, like, you married my brother's." Or, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Family, no, no, it's not family issues. Um, and the, the Herods are keeping it all in the family here, yeah. just passing them around. Very uh, Game of Thronesy. Yeah, yeah. So John, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, he's like the the High Sparrow, where he just starts like. Uh, some people kind of liked like Herod actually liked listening to John the Baptist. He thought he was a pretty interesting guy, and so John John was ranting about it. But of course, his wife, uh, pardon the name Herodias. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that wasn't her yeah. name before they got married. I can't I can't remember how that worked. Golly. I'm sorry, man. But but uh, yeah, creativity was lacking in the in the Judean territory. Uh, so Her- um, Herodias uh, did not like it because he was like calling her. He was calling her out. Like, and, and you might think, okay, well, what does that mean for some crazy man in the desert to call you, call you out? Okay, he had. He was the man of the people. Like, he was eating honey and locusts and like out in the woods and like he didn't have all this. In fact, Jesus is going to point to that in a little bit about like compare Jesus, compare John to everybody else. He is just the guy who's baptizing people, calling people to repentance, trying to get them to live good lives, but he doesn't, it's like Game of Thrones, the High Sparrow doesn't take any money. Like there's, you can't buy John the Baptist. He's not interested in that. So all the people love him because he's kind of like um, Bear Grylls meets Mother Teresa. Hmm. I don't know, like wild man, but then also really caring and loving. Like stretching his own fist. Yeah, 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 that'd be John. Um, like, hey, John, you, you, you want some falafel? Nah, man, I've just, I got all these crickets over here. I'm good. <laughs> like, all right, man. Crickets uh, aren't too bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. That would get old quick. I can't remember you. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> spice them right. And every, anyways, so yeah, he's uh, so he's calling them out. So then Herod arrests him and throws him in in jail in prison. So he's in prison, and he finds like he finds John the Baptist kind of interesting. Herodias, on the other hand, he's got the ear of all the people, and he's calling her out for her behavior. So again, think Mother Teresa calling out a major politician. Like, as as a politician, you want to get that person's channel shut down, or yeah. you know, you want to you want to like, shut them up. Yes, as soon as possible. So that like that gives you the motivation there. Now, uh, if you're wondering. One of the things that, again, back to the things I want to present and help everybody understand about the Bible is that we do have things outside of the Bible that um, mention other events. Um, I know Josephus is, uh, a lot of people debate whether or not Josephus is uh, is reliable or not, but we do have, um, it talks about him being in the fortress of uh, Macarius, uh, east of the Dead Sea. So we do see that. Um, Also, something to note about prisons is prisons are not at that time were not places uh you didn't get a life sentence hmm. like prison was were put yeah yeah like it this is going to sound very logical but very unpc here why would you want to keep somebody locked up in a punitive way it would be you lock them up to keep them there so that they don't run away and that way you can take them to trial but once you finish the trial and you figure out what the punishment is then you just carry out the punishment and then you don't waste any tax dollars Oh, yeah. you stole like <laughs> that makes sense. Like, 
all right, you're out of prison. We have a trial. You're guilty. Cut off his hand, you know, and then send him on his way. Like yeah. there's no, or uh, he's, oh, he he tried uh, an insurrection. Okay, well, put him on a cross outside of town, like right on the freeway, please. <laughs> um, and so, so you get a couple things. Uh, just as we ended the last chapter, if you go back to our last episode, or maybe if you're binging these, you just heard us talk about the idea of Jesus telling people, "Take up your cross and follow me," and then it's like. Meanwhile, or like dun dun dun, and then we flash back to John, who's in prison, w- awaiting a potential punishment <clears throat> like that. So, take up your cross and follow me. And then, example of somebody taking up, potentially taking up their cross. When we talk about the idea of taking up the cross, um, I want to pull this out of the church's hands for a second because I, if you've been to church, wonderful. I'm glad you went. <laughs> but what I do, I don't want you to get this idea of like taking up your cross is making sure you suffer daily. I don't know where that voice came from, but you're welcome yeah, for that. It sounds, um, sounds like it would fit the what's being said. Yeah, yeah. So, so like this idea of we're, we're going to suffer for Jesus. I, I don't want to to be that. I'm, it's more of um, he is saying that y- as the Messiah that is going to become the king of Israel, we're talking about something that could be political, the idea of being ready to take up your cross, meaning you have been convicted, thrown in prison, waited your trial, got out, and then are being put on a cross. You are now going to carry your cross to your death. And then we flash to John, who's in prison, awaiting a trial, yeah. who's who's calling out the the social and political elite at, uh, at the time. Um, now, uh, we, do know, we don't know exactly what... Um, what it all is, what it means to be a disciple of John. Because we have John's disciples. We don't know who they are. We know that Andrew was one of them, and he was the one who went to Peter and told Peter about Jesus, blah, blah, blah. So we know that Andrew, Peter's brother, was, was one of them, and we talked about that early on in uh, a couple episodes ago. If you want to know more about those guys, we do know that there is going to be a section where he's going to talk about um, not uh, where he, he abstains from alcohol and fasts a couple times a week. So uh, John's a little more me and Jesus is a little bit more you, Chris. <laughs> I was going to say, that does not sound very fun. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, me and John hate fun. Um, we just, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. No alcohol, just our own piss. <laughs> um, so the, so the, the question is, is uh, like, if Jesus is the Messiah – and it's, I get it. Like, he's sitting there, why? Like, why am I the one who's locked up in this prison? Like, if you're the Messiah, why am I here? Could be that kind of thing. Um, mm, why isn't Israel, co- yeah, like, isn't, aren't you supposed to be the Messiah? Are you supposed to be the king? Why isn't Israel overcoming others? Uh, also, um, in Isaiah 61.1, it actually says, liberty to the captives. When it's talking about describing the Messiah and what they are to expect from this, you know, super Jew, uh, it's going to be Isaiah 61. Um, so in a way, it's like a, a, a cruel, false hope there. He's also quoting when he says, um, is there one, you know, the, the expression when he's trying to ask this question, he's asking it in a very Hebrew, theologically correct way. So he's actually quoting, um, uh, I think he's, he's quoting here Psalms 118 or 59.2. You know, are you the one or should we wait for another? Is there one coming after you? Are you the one or are you the messenger? So we see ah. Jesus very much. Yeah. So, so, so John is, how say, have you ever like had somebody ask you a question where you can tell, like, you don't have a clue what you're talking about? Yes. Like just, yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh yeah. You're a, me- you're a mechanic. Yeah. I hear it a lot. So, okay. okay. So, so when I call you and go, Hey, my car is making a such and such sound. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
so so people like you, and so what, what John is doing is using language that fits within the scriptures and and very much asking Jesus a question that Jesus understands. They're they're speaking the same language. They're not missing each other. On gotcha. This so this isn't necessarily him being like mean or like uh, being a dick or anything. It's just you know this is how this is how you would communicate that. Like, hey, is yeah. this the deal? Like, is this real deal? And that sucks too, because yeah, he's probably sitting there thinking, if he is, hell yeah, I'm about to get busted out of this joint. Yeah, yeah. Ex- yes, you've nailed it. That's exactly it. Uh, All right, so let's continue. Uh, do you mind reading four through six? Four through six. Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. And the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. So that's his answer, which is like, <laughs> not like, are you the Messiah? Is it, it's not, it's not. Yes, I am. Yeah. And we've kind of seen that earlier with the whole Son of Man stuff and earlier episodes. Um, he doesn't give you a direct answer, but what he does say is. What do you see? Which is, again, it could be a very Hebraic thing. If you have all this expectations from the prophets, from the, these are earlier writings within the Jewish scriptures that both Jesus and John and all the disciples, actually everyone, including, uh, this is side note, side, just side note, uh, girls and boys through elementary school are all learning the Bible all the time. So they would have all been familiar with this. Mm. Um, so this is not, it's, you know, no no sexism here this is every hebrew person would be familiar with this uh with these with the, with the signs that are happening yeah. and everything that's like leading up to the messiah yeah yeah it's like um how do i say uh you know it's kind of like if you were to go up to a politician and go what is your stance on this like how uh and then somebody would go turn around and be like look at how I've acted not to make Jesus Bernie Sanders here for a second, but if you're wondering how Bernie Sanders is going to run the the government, instead of saying, here's what I promised to do, he can turn around and say, look what I've done. Look at the States and and how I've run those. Gotcha. Look at my track record. So, so, uh, so in a Hebraic way, it's not about what you think or what you say. It's about what you do. So by saying, look at all the things I've done. Doesn't that fit the description of the Messiah? Hmm. So again, not being an asshole talking to another asshole, just being like speaking the language. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the thing. Now, I I don't want to give Jesus let Jesus off the hook right here, because there's an interesting way it ends. Instead of saying "and the captives are set free," it ends with "and blessed is he not offended by me." Hmm. And and that is a really like all right. So John. Gets to hear all this stuff, and I'm, I'm, that's kind of like the dun dun dun. Things are not going to go well for John, everybody. Just so you know, <laughs> uh, but but he he's hearing all like lame or walking, and oh, these are all. Uh, if you're it, once again, if you're Matthew and you're reading this, like, if you're reading Matthew for the first time, and you hit this point, and you're like, oh yeah, that was in this. Like if you go back to chapters eight through nine or four through four through nine, you will find all the examples of oh yeah, he did make somebody walk. Oh yeah, he did make the blind see. Oh yeah, like it's already in chapters mostly eight through nine cast out demons everything happened there so so as a reader you're not like hold on wait a second he hasn't done this yet (laughs) so so he you just go yeah like he's answering he's telling john here's what i did eight through nine chapters eight through nine it's like since your ass has been in jail this is what happened yeah yeah and so it also shows what's interesting is like he doesn't say like he he doesn't go and tell the disciples of, of john hey go tell john that these things happened he's like 
go tell John what you've seen. Like, yeah. just go, like, go and see. I'm going to do this in front of you, and then you go back to prison and tell John what's up. Hmm. So, yeah, and then, uh, and then we kind of have this like little, like I said, we kind of end this section with this little weird little beatitude of a beatitude is like some of the. Uh, blessed are those who are poor, for they shall blah 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 blah. Like you get those things. Yeah. Um, those were back in Matthew chapter five. Uh, but you almost get like another repeat of that. Blessed are you. Uh, blessed are those who are not offended by me. Um, so yeah. So th- once again, Jesus staying up in Galilee. Uh, we kind of get the setup. Jesus staying up in Galilee. John the Baptist, uh, who's in prison. Um. He sends his his own disciples, people that studied under him, to go check with Jesus. Like, hey, are you the Messiah? Because it's not really looking the way I expected. <laughs> like, life kind of sucks right now. And uh, and and Jesus' response is, "Look at what I'm doing." Like, and it, it kind of makes sense though. Like, if somebody came up to you and said, "Like, uh, hey, invest in like." this stock right here and it's going to triple and or it's going to you know it's going to like quintuple in a year and you're like uh i'm not so sure i believe you but if like he told you that a year ago and he's like invest in this stock and it will quintuple in a year and then a year later he's like no invest in this stock it will quintuple you're like i see your track record so i'm gonna go with it yeah, like yeah you got so a good resume there jesus yeah yeah so he's not just saying like I am the Messiah. He's saying, uh, yeah, just, I did all the Messiah things already. So <laughs> check it. All right. Let's go ahead and read seven through eight. Seven through eight. Let's see. Yep. Yep. Got it. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so it was used to. Uh, so now we just describe Jesus, uh, Jesus to John's disciples. Now we describe John to Jesus' disciples. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. See where that's going. Um, maybe like maybe some people thought that Je- uh, that John had changed his mind on Jesus. So now. Jesus is describing John's unwaveringness. Like everyone's like, uh, we just heard that question that John asked. So maybe he's wavering. He's like, no, no, no. Like that's that. Like, it's you know, okay. you know who this guy is. You, you've seen him. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just a, a side note on, uh, on this idea, this concept of, of faith, uh, in, in both Greek, the Hebrew, the whole concept. Um, it, it's not really always, it's not necessarily, it doesn't require feeling if that makes sense. Like you can be faithful to something without always feeling it. Hmm. So John is asking a question: Are you the one, or we should we ex- expect another? But he's but Jesus is not calling that a wavering faith. Like this is the guy literally questioning whether or not Jesus is who he says he is, and Jesus does not like. Well, yeah, I mean he's he's just not faithful. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like he's like he's like no, this guy he, he Jesus describes it as unwavering. So that's a little bit weird. Um, you know, I guess you could sit there and, and whatever you, you know, whether you like a certain politician or like a certain, a certain person, you don't have to be behind them 100% all, all the time. You can still be like, not sure about that, buddy. Right. But still be quote unquote faithful. Yeah. Um, 
So maybe it's uh, it, it it's about what their expectations were when they went out to see uh, John out in the desert, um, and then it makes it makes sense. John was unwavering in how he called people out, and that's what threw him in jail. That's what got got him in jail. So that also makes sense. Did you go like his disciple? Maybe that's an interpretation. Like disciples come up, hey, are you the one or not? Because I got you know bosses in jail, and Jesus is like. Like that's what you get for not being wavering, <laughs> but like in a good way. Sorry, that sounded really, really rude. That's what it gets. That's what. You, um, and then yeah, yeah, just so as we know, like you got to read. It shows um, it, you uh, read in in earlier scriptures. So if like people are listening to this and they grew up in church and they're like, like when I say church, I mean synagogue, like the Jewish people. When they hear read, they're like, oh yeah, I remember in Ezekiel where it's like talking about being weak. It shows weak. It's like no, you're not. You're not weak. Um, and then it could be fickleness, uh, that, that, that is, that it can be blown by the wind. That's the way Jesus ex- expressed it. You see to go wind could be strength. Uh, it could also be, did you go to see a, a strength because a reed? because actually it, it, even though it's blown over, it never breaks. It's still there. Mm. Uh, another idea is that maybe it's referring to is uh, John is reed because it's poverty or lowliness. Um, you see the idea of in Isaiah 42, this idea of crushed reed, which sort of parallels a dimly burning wick. So it could be his loneliness, uh, lowliness, because we'll talk about him being uh, great in a second. Um, it's also just maybe it's just something commonplace. Did you go out like did you go out to the river just to see something normal? Because reeds were very common in that area. Did you just just are you expecting just your standard prophet, your standard politician, your standard person? Like, or did you go to see somebody amazing? And John is amazing. Um, it could be like, did you go to see the Sea of Reeds? You know, the whole uh, splitting of the sea. Did you go to see? Did you go out there to see something the opposite of normal, but something extraordinary? Uh, all these different. The, and then another interpretation is um, maybe it's just uh, the movement of John. Did you see? Did you go out to see the movement of John be pushed and fizzled out? Did you expect for it to fail? Huh. So I just gave you a whole list of interpretations yeah, of that you think. That's uh um, you can leave not knowing what the hell to think. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> beer and bible, everybody. Yep, that's the point. Uh all right. I got one more one more fun word that you guys are gonna love uh from uh from this. The soft clothing malacos is uh soft or could be effeminate clothing in contrast to man- the manly dress of, of John. Um, my favorite thing about this is that uh, it could also be used for like cross-dressing. Like, like there were, you know, like there were people that's like uh, back in the day, I think it's either Matthew or Luke. Maybe it was just, just in, Ma- in Matthew here, but they go out of their way to be like, like, not like, you know, like King's wear. Cause it's like almost just, a, like, I feel like it seems like a Luke thing to do. Cause he's writing to a Greek audience yeah. and he's like, did you go out? Like, no, the people who cross-dress and then like Luke's like, no, no, no. We're just talking about like regular fine clothing, not cross-dressing, because I know how you Greek guys think. <laughs> I know where your brain is going. But uh, he just kind of clarifies that, like, just, he's not that kind of boy. Um, or, like, Jesus isn't talking about, did you go out to see, like, you know, John John didn't dress, didn't cross-dress. He was very much, uh, you know. A man of a the man, wilderness. A man of the wilderness, right? But I just, I just love the idea of, of the, like, so the, the word uh, 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 malakos could be used for both, like, hey, all those, like, um, it, it means it's kind of like a euphemism when somebody, if somebody were to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, so-and-so, yeah, he, he dresses in fine clothing. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, it's, it's, it's not like, like, he's spiffy. It's like, yeah, dude's a weirdo. <laughs> or yeah, like, 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 dresses really, uh, 
different. Yeah, yeah. So, so if we could just sit there and be like, yeah, that guy dresses nice, and like, and like, just refer to, oh, he's like nice clothing. He's got a lot of money to spend on the clothes, like that. And and we could say that, and it would just be like, oh, cool, right on. But then you could also like add some inflection to it or the right context, and you're like, that guy, you know, he dresses, um, you know, nice and dresses and then and then like and then like you kind of get the impression but uh i just appreciate that the the biblical author the gospel writer is just like he dressed uh, jesus said this thing but maybe he didn't like just so you don't confuse what jesus was saying (laughs) he didn't mean (laughs) let us clarify that for you yeah yeah he like kind of clarifies it for his audience like (laughs) no no not not what you're thinking just regular (laughs) regular nice clothing um so it could be. So the reference of the softness of the clothing is That's actually hilarious. the fineness of the weave. By the way, it's like soft clothing. What is that? Like again, that yes, that can be a euphemism for uh, cross dressing. But this is really just, um, yeah, just like just like a very expensive, very fine weave that's in there. And in palaces, um, would literally uh, our king's houses, uh, which is uh, which which is the exact opposite of of his way. Like because he was either in the wilderness, and then he goes from the wilderness into a prison so the furthest thing from like a a palace except that he kind of sort of is in a palace anyway <laughs> he's whole in the other... basement yeah 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 thank you thank you uh hey let's go ahead and uh let's let's do two more verses and we're just gonna call this we're gonna break this in a weird place in a weird place okay let's see here um uh, palaces then what did you go out to see a prophet yes i tell you and more than a prophet this is the one about whom it is written I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So more than a prophet, um, it could be that he is the, like, how do you be like, you're a prophet? How do you become more than a prophet? You're the The prophet. prophet. The one that gets to tell about Jesus coming up and showing up. Uh, So maybe Jesus is trying to tell them that, uh, that John is greater than they understood because he, like everyone's got a fanboy. Like I'm just trying to think again, like, yeah, just uh, he's got his fanboys. So here, here he's trying to under, uh, trying to say you no, know, he's bigger than that. Uh, the the section that he quotes there is a mixture or like a double of like Exodus twenty three twenty and Malachi three one, where Exodus is a little bit more like uh, you're going to go into the promised land. So the Exodus quote, uh, just to give you context that Jesus is pulling this from, Exodus quote is about how uh, there's going to be somebody that's going to go before you, before you go into the promised land. And he's just going to like, make it so that way, every time you go into a town, you win, you win every battle, you're going to take the land. It's cool. And then, so that's the one that's going before you. And then the Malachi section is, is almost gives the idea that the, the, um, the person going before them is Malachi himself as a prophet. Hmm. So, uh, the messenger, uh, so is this and it says messenger and like who's the messenger from god is it an angel so angel and messenger are the same word in greek really so it gets a little confused yeah oh, in greek yep. not in hebrew yeah i don't think it is is there is there a word for angel in hebrew y- you know i'm i should know these things oh that's fine i mean but guys <laughs> that's just me being curious no i i, I... but that's interesting that the greek that they're, they're the same word yeah, yeah. So the, you have a messenger, uh, Angelos, which is where we get the name Angel, and then we have um, we also have the apostle, or the apostle, apostle. Um, what am I saying? The <laughs> apostle. Uh, we have that uh, the Shaliach, the apostle, um, who's the one who's being sent out as like an emissary, which is a little bit different than a messenger. Anyways, uh, so we have the idea of like an angel in 
it seems to be like in Exodus, where in Malachi, it seems to be a little bit more like Malachi is the messenger of God from there. Um, yeah. And then, so then one of the things is about the Exodus thing. So if he's quoting this, one of the things that sticks out is with the Exodus 23, 23 section is that the angel is like divine power. So then if you are like, huh, well, that maybe the messenger that we're talking about here isn't John the Baptist, but we're actually talking about Jesus being the one that's going to be like the super powerful one, like the, the one. And then I remember this is kind of stupid. We were talking about like, Oh, well, if John also has divine attributes, does that make him like the fourth head of the Trinity? And then makes it the quantity. <laughs> quantity. Anyway, quantity. Quant- I don't know. Anyways, that was just like a, a dumb, like idea at one point. It was like, can we make John part of the Godhead? Oh, was, that, like, What's was the... that like a legit idea that no, people had? Or, no, oh, or was no, it just like was, people this like just, just spitballing? No, no, not people. It was just me. This oh, you. Me, okay, okay. Me I... and my sober mind just <laughs> sitting there thinking to myself, well, shoot. Anyways, that's a, that's a whole other thing. Do okay. not look into that. <laughs> I, I, I was I'm gonna just say, making, oh, that's interesting. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be like, oh, well, Exodus twenty three twenty is talking about John. Yeah, if you're like, gonna make that stretch, and then like, yeah, yeah, I don't recommend doing. Well, I, I always have fun with scripture, but I don't like. I don't recommend chasing that idea down. But just ask um, your pastor. I, yeah. <laughs> don't. D- 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 yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. At least um, this time. So, so yeah, the, so going back just to, to recap everything, Jesus is, I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm going to go and say, I'm hiding. He's, he's hanging up north away from Herod. John's like, hey, uh, disciples, can you go check on Jesus? And Jesus is like, hey, yeah. Uh, you know, like the all the things that are happening. Make and sure I you was, tell Jesus where I am, um, you yeah. know, just while you're there, just so he knows, you know, so he's aware. Uh, the food's not great. And then I'll be uh, here because of him. wink 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 i I love that idea um so and jesus just talked about you know you might be taken prisoner or you might be you know take to court john's waiting his time in court he's sitting there and then he asks are you the one and then jesus goes through and like tell him what you see and it's like all these cool things that he's doing and don't forget this i think this is super important to the story is that you've got to understand that when you think about a song and you're like oh this word this word this word you know um uh I'm trying to think of like a a popular song right now. Uh, <laughs> I think we've passed that part of our uh, life. Okay. Uh, well, really <laughs> where, think, where we know uh, what the popular songs are. If I say if I um if I say I don't know, say Mama, I just killed a man. Like you know the next line is supposed to be coming. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you're supposed to. All right, like everyone knows. Okay, <gasps> and I'm ready to sing it. Or um, but then. That's kind of what Jesus is doing. He's saying, okay, everything that's came out of the prophets that you all know and you memorized in, in little Saturday school with your rabbis or whatever, the next line should be, and the captives are set free. So John's getting this report, and I think like that's what he's sitting there thinking about now. He's like, and, hell yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like, and then and then uh, Jesus turns to everybody else and like, like, John's awesome. John's, John's, the best <laughs> and uh then he's like well, what did you got to see do you see uh do you want to go see some guy that's like easily swayed did you want and again seven different interpretations of that and or did you see somebody that's trying to make a buck like he's not like he, he he's a prophet but he's not 
he's living out how he said his life was going to be. They couldn't buy him over. I'm sure like Harry would have loved to have been like, you're under arrest. Hey buddy, can we just pay you off? Because you've got such a huge following right now that if you started agreeing with us, then everybody would be on board. Like that, that kind of, I'm sure that conversation happened, but he kept calling Herod out um, because Herod wasn't living up to the Jewish scriptures. And so all the people like loved having just John just go after Herod. Yeah. Same what everybody so, else was wanting to say. Yeah, exactly. Speaking for the people. Yeah. I don't, can I, should, should I like John more than Jesus right now? Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, it just sounds... Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Jesus is going to talk about how people thought he was a glutton and a drunkard. So, you know, that's kind of party jesus seems kind of cool but <laughs> i think at the end of all this like it's like i know we're not there yet but um you know john's in, he so you said jesus just finished talking to his disciples about like you know you'll be persecuted in my name but blah blah, blah you know this will happen this will happen but as long as you believe in me or you know this and that and it's like and then like john's people show up it's like hey john's in prison blah blah blah, blah and he asked this and this and jesus says you know quotes these things and they leave. It says as John's men were leaving. So I guess, you know, they take off and then everything that comes to light afterwards after, you know, Jesus is like, well, he's the man. He's, he's awesome. He's amazing. And then how that plays out, <laughs> what his own disciples were thinking about that. Well, we're just, we're no John and man, like, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. You know, that, that, that must've been a little like, are you sure we still want to go through with this? Cause Jesus definitely didn't, uh, not calling you out, Jesus, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I really like that idea of them being like, not like, oh, I'm sure Jesus is just saying that. And then when John gets like, damn, John got beheaded. fucked over. What do you think's going to happen to us? <laughs> think he'll come to bat? I like that, man. I actually really like that interpretation, like that look at it. So. That could be a little demoralizing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, hopefully this gives you an idea of, of sort of what's going on in this back and forth with John and gives you a clear idea of, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say like Jesus screwing, but like Jesus kind of doesn't let him know. Like maybe, I don't know if that was the right time to tell him like, you're going to, you're going to die. But yeah, that, I don't know. Like At least he didn't straight up say, yeah, nope, I don't, you're on your own. What is the right bedside manner here? If you knew that, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I think I would want to tell people. I don't think I'm not sure if I want to be told or if I want to tell people. Yeah. Want to know? Because at anyway. least up to the last minute, he's thinking like, "Who knows? Maybe he'll, you know, maybe I'll get out of this." Yeah, it's hope. He had hope. <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> that's the that's like, <laughs> so much to think about. Anyways, thank you all for joining us. Uh, whenever you are listening to this. Yes, and check us out uh, Instagram at Beer and Bible Show. Um, look for the mug and cross. All right. All right, see Bye. ya.